Hey everyone, welcome to the newest episode of the podcast. With us here today is Beatrice, aka Tasting Vegas. Uh, she is widely known in social media circles as the authority on all things tacos and Mexican food. I can honestly say there's no one else that is constantly on the prowl for tacos as much as she is. And uh, she's consumed uh, way more than I have. And if I need advice or anything about Mexican food or anything like that, I mean, B is the first person I go to. It wasn't until lockdown started last year that she really ramped up the business side of things where when people like me were losing clients left and right and binge watching Too Hot to Handle, B was hustling her ass off, basically pitching and closing deals with an impressive roster of restaurant clients through her connections and expertise in marketing to the Latino community in Sin City. Uh, she's raised the profile of so many places that couldn't actually do social media before, whether it was because of the language barrier or not knowing how to take quality pictures or videos. So she's really brought on an awesome spotlight to Mexican culture and food to thousands of people on the daily. Hailing from Sonora, Mexico, with 27.5K followers on Instagram, Beatrice, a.k.a. B., AKA Tasting Vegas. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice welcome, as always. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we actually hung out recently, uh, I mean, a couple times this past week. Yes. Most notably, uh, yesterday we went to the Virgin, what was it? The Boozy. Some Boozy. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I read something like that, like one of those boozy your boo, I'm like, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I just know I'm gonna go and drink. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yeah, so we went with uh, it was us. We went with Ayumi, my wife, and Closet Fat Girl, aka Sammy. We yeah, we had a fun time in the shag room. We saw, it was. I'm like, I was like happy to see all these people because I remember that I used to like go out more like to these events and stuff like that but then like as you get like a little busy you're like oh I really want to drive all the way there you know uh but now I'm like happy to be again out there I was actually I was glad that I was like when you told me you got this invite I'm like yes I did you know like let's go let's do this or something like I'm trying to get myself again more out there because I remember at the beginning that it's like, you want to go everywhere, you know, you was just going to be everywhere. Well, you're, you are always everywhere, but me, <laughs> there was a point that I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to stay home. We're going to go get some, because I'm always on the north side. Like I drive 40 minutes from my house. Right. Um, so yeah, you live in Henderson and most of your clients are on the north side of Vegas. They're on the north side, but I'm actually excited because I've been finding like places more close to like, not Henderson, but like, you know, the strip area, like it's still far from me, but I mean, it's closer if you like think about it. Yeah. But I mean, I was happy yesterday to go there. I it was my first time at a hotel. Really cool. I like the vibe of that place. I mean, hanging out and just like having this tea as drinking, it will be a place I feel like to start, you know, to just start like the party, the pregame or after, like you say, just to like, because the live music, I thought was really good. I don't know if you what you think about it. I think it was yeah, great. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought the food was okay, but like yeah. the I liked the concept of the the boozy tea. So they would mix like Earl Grey with whiskey or something like jasmine with vodka or something like that. Each pot was like two shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely recommend the social butterfly, the classic factor one. <laughs> <laughs> the social butterfly tea was delicious. And very eye-poppingly purple. Um, yeah. So that was good for TikTok or IG. No, and then, 
afterwards, we went to Kasi Beach to continue drinking. Definitely, if you go summer, you need to wear a dress or shorts because I was wearing pants and I was like, you know, but it was good. I like the um, I like the vibe. Like you can feel it's like cool, you know, young, you know, this, this and that. I like it. I like enjoy there. I, I mean, being there, you just want to go to like the pool or something, you know, and just keep drinking and maybe some shots. And oh, I'm so happy that they have uh, mezcal. I still have to go try that. I think it was hibiscus or something like that. The drink that they didn't have because they yeah. were juice or something. I'm always about mezcal now. So I know, I know. So no covers, yeah, the smokiness. So I know, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm like, this is so good. And then also earlier this week, we tried to do a podcast at La Cruda by El Compa, yeah. uh, which is El Compa's <laughs> newest uh, location. On 3111 South Valley View, I fucked it up due to the audio and not knowing it was going to be that noisy, but that's on me. Sorry about that. No, I mean, still, we had a good time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You got to try the food. So what do you think about the food? I thought it was phenomenal. I think the it was the same great tastes Mm -hmm. from uh, Badia Alcampa, the original location, which you introduced Mm -hmm. me to. God, maybe two years ago now. It was two years ago, yes. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I remember driving up all the way to Northeast Vegas uh, place area. I had never been before. Honestly, I feel like not a lot of people was like going to experiment that way, you know, just to go and explore. I'm trying to say explore all those, you know, because there's a lot of places over there that I feel that you can't find that easily unless someone tells you about it. Like, I remember why I always come back to Virar Compa in my life, I feel because that was one of my first clients, like the one, the first one that I remember his son sending me a DM and be like, hey, you have to try like this place. And I Google and I was like, there's nothing there. Like, <laughs> talking about like, where is this place? And so, because if you saw it, like the picture was like a wall. I don't, like you cannot even tell that it was a freaking beautiful place or something. And I just remember walking into there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the north side. You know, like I'm Mexican. Like I got this. What's up? You know, (laughs) 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 that's what's up. No. um, So I was like, I'm just going to go. And I remember like we drove there and I know it was this super small place. I don't know. Do you remember the first location? Yeah, I do. I do. Benches. Um, Yeah. Just in the middle of some rinky dink plaza. Yes. So that was one of the like, should I lock my doors or right? Hey, <laughs> um, but it's on the it was on the side of a swap meet, so a lot of people, a lot of traffic through there. But you really have to be. I feel like one of those places you have to be looking for it, you know. Um, so we I we walked in and I saw this guy, just smiley face, you know, sitting down, Rafael, and I'm like, hi. So uh, I don't know if you text me or someone, you know, text me. I don't know who did, but I want to try your place. So first time, I drove 40 minutes from my house to that place. So I was like, this better be worth it. (laughs) Um, Because that was when I started just like getting into like the whole north part of Vegas, you know, trying to like get that thing out of like, oh my God, it's a hood. Like, you know, what can I find there or something? So I tried for the first time and I was like, JC, by the way, was with me that day. And 
he was like he 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 used to be he used to travel a lot in that time. So when he it was a day that he just came back came back into town and um he's like this better be worth it. I don't want to be worried like driving like forty minutes after being like almost a month out of town or something like that. So we were blown away. Like honestly, in Mexico where I'm come from, Birra, it's a normal thing. You know, if you're from Guadalajara or Jalisco or something like that. I feel it's more a big thing, but it's not like what it was here in what it is like here in the U.S. Like all these TikToks, all these like posts, all this happening, you know. So when I try that one, it's goat. So traditional is goat. Uh, here in the U.S., they use a lot of like beef. I feel it's more. It has to do more to get to the U.S. You know, like make it more. American. I, I don't know how yeah. to say they, it, they cater to the American tastes like Chinese yes. people sell orange chicken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, because um the goat it's more I think you'd call it gamey. Like the flavor is a little bit more stronger than like beef. So I yeah. feel like not all people like it. And if you don't know how to make it, I feel like you will be like, oh my god, what is like because goat it's really strong. Like the smell, if they don't do it right, it's really like smelly. But as you try the goat, like you can take the taste, it's really good. It feels yeah, strong, but yeah. definitely good. And I remember just like, hey, Rafael, you know, like if I'm starting to do this, like I'm new to like social media, blah, blah, blah. But if you ever need help, like this is that. So he's like, I remember perfectly. He's like, no, I don't think so. You know, it was when radio was a thing, more of a thing, and all this, like the little magazines and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then it was when you and Still Not a Foodie went, went with us, like, hey, let's go try it, you know? And um, you said, whoa, like, I remember Tony, even he was very happy that you guys drove all the way. <laughs> right. And I was thinking, this better be fucking good. <laughs> what do you remember about that experience? Like walking in there. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't know what to expect it. I mean, but when the food came out, like the goat ribs, the consomme, the quesadilla, all that stuff was just mind-blowingly good and, and something I never had before. I never had Bidia. I, I didn't even know anything about it till that meal. Um, but yeah, you, you bring that up now. Like Bidia is just so fucking popular, not only in Vegas, just Southwest America. Yeah. And now, you know, you see it in like New York. I saw one place on TikTok in London that's doing it. Like, what the hell? In London? I haven't seen yeah. that. Oh, my God. I want to try. Yeah. I think they're still using beef. But, yeah, yeah. it was really interesting to see. So how did, how did Bidia, if Bidia was like, you know, the average thing, like you just, you're just used to seeing it around. Yeah. I mean, how did, it, how did this happen? How did Bidia craze become Honestly, like this? I feel like social media definitely had a lot to do with it because – I remember starting, I'm not gonna say I was one of the first ones, but I remember when I started, it was, you know, you were just taking like this picture, blah, 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 you know, remember those signs of picture, post, blah, blah, blah. Then it started like being like videos and stuff like that. And what's more like delicious than seeing this like consomme being poured onto like this messy, cause you know, this, I feel like this is a thing, like a lot of people, think about it like when you go to a Mexican place you want like the messy taco with a, I feel I maybe not everyone but I feel like a lot of people um 
feel like it has to be messy. That's the real Mexican thing, you know? And you see these like tacos being poured with this like console man just throwing like cheese and this and that. And you're like, what is that? I want that. So I wish I knew who started this trend, you know, but I do know that it was in California. I know that California was one of the first ones that bring this trend of like the, the trucks, like throwing, throwing all this birria and all this consomme. So I really, really think that social media has a lot to do. And I'm pretty sure everyone can be like, accept this, that it's like, it was social media, you know, we started to yeah. look at all these like super, like the food porn, food porn part of it. Here in Vegas, I do feel that like it was stronger there. And even though there was already places in Vegas that have birria, I honestly feel that one of the places, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like one of the places that started the birria trend in Las Vegas was Birra Compa. Oh, totally. I, I don't think anyone knew about it. Uh, any yeah. non, non-Mexicans non knew what it even was. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty it. sure there was already people selling birria. I'm pretty sure. Just yeah. I didn't know. I didn't hear about it until that happened. And a lot to do was when, we, when I started to... Um, when I started with Rafael, uh, we was, I remember inviting uh, Scene Unlock and at a Hello Kitty event, uh, Drew, and I was like, yeah, of course, like, let's go, you know, let's go try it. And I mean, Rafael at that point had clientele, but it was more the Latino side, the work, you know, all this. And then Unlock went there, I remember it was Renee, Unlock and Susie, they went there and um, they try it and they, I could tell that they like it, you know, they really like enjoy it. And he was one of, well, besides you and Tony, there was one of the first ones that went there. And I remember <laughs> when on the post about it, I mean, it really blew up. Um, yeah. And I remember looking at all this, like Rafael is like, you can tell it's new clientele. And I was like, I don't wanna know, I don't wanna ask you why, how you know? Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's all like a different it's, appearance. You can yeah. tell, yeah. <laughs> Tell in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, she, yeah. Yeah. So it was like he was one of the first ones that uh, like did a post and blew up, you know. And then obviously, like more more influencers started going there. Like, uh, it was it was Paul with like JMP crew, you know. Um, Paul, Lindsay went. Uh, Sammy, Closet Fat Girl, you, Ed, even Ed. I think Ed went. Yeah, Ed was yeah. still out. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. All people is just started like, and it blew up. I feel like it was one of the first places because it was, it was, so here's the thing. It starts like a birria place. For me to eat birria, I love the dorados, but I feel like I like more the actual plate. Like you order the whole plate with fresh handmade tortillas and you roll those tortillas, you put it on the plate, you know, you do your own tacos or, oh, we're, <laughs> <laughs> you know. we're featuring here. Uh, with yeah. one of B's uh, one of B's posts from the original location, yeah, uh, which opened up with you know the bones just coming out of the the goat meat effortlessly and and having like like that. But I do love the Dorados tacos as well. If I were on the go, I'd probably get those uh, Dorados tacos, uh, which would be talking about is basically an extremely cheesy taco. Yes, right? definitely extremely cheesy. It has to have like the oil when they're doing it and all of this. So it was a fun part. The funny part was like Rafael always told me like this is like a birria place and the tacos were not the main thing until this post happened. It was one of the first 
yeah, it was Drew. Drew was the one that had like started with the Dorado. So everyone started seeing the cheese with like the birria and this, this and that. And right. uh, and then it's like, okay, I guess it's a taco shop that sells birria, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like he like tacos, like boom, like just blew up, you know? Yeah. And then like there were started to be more places around. Like I said, there were already places around, but because I feel like when they started social media, like I said, it was Instagram, yes. Like places were growing because of that. But then you will start seeing more places in Vegas because people, I feel like they saw this place and they're like, hmm, I wonder, I heard about this place before. Maybe I should go try it, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's like a lot of food trucks. There's like uh, Red Tacos. There's another restaurant that is Arcos. There's uh, Rojos. There's uh, Dimas. There's a lot of places. Um, yeah. And I think I told you this the other day, like a lot of people sell birria already, but I wouldn't go to like a, I wouldn't order birria in a Mexican place that sells a lot of things. You know, if I want birria, I'll go to one of these places and just order there. Just it's it, maybe that their beer is really good, but I will just go through the source, you know. Sure. The ones that specialize in it all day long instead yeah. of just, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel that way when I go to like a Chinese Korean restaurant or a Thai Chinese place, like I'm not gonna go there. I don't want Yeah, exactly. You wanna go to the source. You wanna go to like this place, you know, like I know they're specialists in that and this is and that. And I feel like honestly, everyone has their own style and stuff. Like from El Compa, uh, like I said, I have like emotional attachment to this place because it was my first, you know, it was like this first client that I started working with. And honestly, I wouldn't, it helped a lot, all the support of all you guys, like just all of you guys. Like I learned that from, uh, cause it was part of, so, oh, cause I do like freelance with Jump Force, with JMP. I do freelance with JMP and I have my own thing going on. Which yeah. is, my company is Tasting B, but I also do with JMP. So, because it was my first client also, and I was just learning and I'm still learning a lot, you know, I'm still learning. And this client was part is part of uh, Jump Force to this day. And I am, like I said, because I knew that I love to have my company, but what I do know is also that we, I, I need to be successful. It's like a team thing, you know, like I'll go support your play. I mean, it's, I will go support you. You go support me. This person will support this. I'll go support that person, you know, and all this stuff going on. I feel like all of us are like at the end, we're like big support group. Cause I mean, there's big accounts. I mean, I'm sure like there are big accounts, like the Las Vegas foodie, she will pose and boom, you will pose and you know, boo, unlock, closet fat girl, you know, but there's also this other, uh, I'm going to say influencers or social media, you uh, around that they might not have that we might not have that like many followers but still make something out of it you know like me posting I think I told you this the other day like I'm still not a big thing on like TikTok but I saw that for one one this was one of my clients I did a post I did a video and um she called me the next day she's like I've fucking love you. Like, you're awesome. Thank you so much. People were talking about this TikTok, blah, 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 blah. And she was like packed. Like she was going crazy because she didn't have the people. She did this and that. So I was like, wow. Like, you know, I, 
obviously you go to these like TikToks and comments are 90% bad, obviously. They're like, that's not how you do it. This is none of that. And I'm like, people, unless you are in Mexico, you're gonna found authentic food, authentic Mexican food. If you eat here in the US, it doesn't matter if it's the same recipe, if the product you bought it on the US, it's not gonna be the same. No way. Never gonna be the same. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're like, I'm from Mexico and we never did that. Because you're not in Mexico, you know? And that's something I learned. Sure. Because I was like, what's the most authentic thing? I could tell you where I think it's the most like, it kind of tastes homemade and you can tell that they still put love in it. I can tell you that. But as a Mexican, they're like, no, like authentic. That was not authentic. Like one day I had a comment. So I follow you because I always like your places, this and that. And I feel, you know, authentic. But with this last place, I didn't like it. I'm starting to second, second, having second thoughts. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, fuck all those people. Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, you might go to a place and not like it, but that's on you. Like, I post what I like and what I yeah. feel authentic. And not everything I post, even if it's a Mexican restaurant, doesn't mean that it's going to be, oh, this is your super authentic. I'll tell you, it's a good Mexican restaurant. But, I mean, if you're looking for, like, homemade kind of food well you can go to all these others and so give, me, give me like three homey kind of authentic places that you would recommend Ooh. again i'm gonna go with the not to the question but like i said if homemade like molcajetes for example yeah i think i think he has a really good molcajete really? uh yes barbacoa i think has a good molcajete i actually had my like thought like i wasn't sure but i went to lindo and ordered the mocajete i thought it was good you know what else if i'm craving for example a mexican breakfast i'm always craving a mexican breakfast <laughs> chilaquiles and stuff yeah again i mean i don't want to repeat it but la vecindad has good chilaquiles Casa de la Trinidad, yep on uh east sahara yes yeah uh Casa de Sayuno has good chilaquiles the tricolor um, yep. it's actually a place close here. It's called Cazuelas. I, I, I honestly, I haven't been there in a while, but I remember actually enjoying, it's like a, I don't, I don't even know if it's still there, but it's here in Henderson. It's like a little thing, just like small, like, I don't know, five tables. It's just, right. This. I remember going and I remember being like, wow, I really like this, but I don't know if they're still there, but I, I'm going to go find out. I'm going to Okay. Go I'm going to yelp that later. Yeah. So. But going back to business, I think nobody was really, people like me were not aware of Bidia. I had never heard of it before. And I think what you did was set up kind of the blueprints where other Bidia places saw what you were doing to blow up on, on social media and, and kind of took that and ran with it and, and, and not, I wouldn't say copied it, but, you know, made it their own way to, to be successful in social media as well. Like, to be honest, Every, I feel like every beer place has its own kind of flavor. Cause I was like, cause I do have like a couple of clients that are beer places. So I think, I think this was one of the things that I talk about, like how 
they're like, oh, I mean, we're better. This is not, or not, like, not in a bad way, but like, you know, I was, I was worried at the beginning before I was like, okay, this is the second place of Liria. I was like, oh my God, are they gonna like, it's gonna be weird for me because, you know, they is so Liria, they so Liria, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, like, am I gonna get like in the middle of something? Because, you know, there's always something look like, what are they doing? Like, totally. Why that video, not me, you know, stuff like that. And, but then I was like, you know what? Business is business. Like you just have to be sure of your product. And you know, like some people will like yours. Some people will like their, I'm just going to do like my job, like equally, you know, like I'm going to work for you or social media. I'm going to do these videos. I'm going to do this. I'm going to like do good, you know, good use of all this content. Like doesn't matter if, cause come on. <laughs> it's like, I was talking the other day, like, oh, Mexicans, we have so much options of food, like burritos, tortilla meat, veggie salsa, tacos, tortilla meat, veggie salsa. Burritos, uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's okay. all these things. It's like birria, like for tacos, it's tortilla meat, birria, tortilla meat, salsa. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, so I started like being anxious about it. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, um, if you want to work with me, I'll be happy to work with you. And just let's keep things separate, you know? Cause it's like us, like to this day, so I don't jinx it. <laughs> what I was lucky I feel is that I found my, I'm not going to say my people, but you know, I got, I have more in common with the Latino side because it is easier to represent, I feel, a brand or like a restaurant or something or help them when you kind of understand what where they're coming from or how they're doing things or, you know, like have that taste, like that Mexican taste or something or Latino. Um, you know, I feel like that's one of the things that get me closer to my clients because oh. I can sit down with them and just talk about it and situation and what's going on. And that's what, that was one of the things that I feel helped me a lot during the quarantine time, the pandemic, blah, 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 craziness, because I started seeing all these little places that people had no idea they were there or they already had a clientele. But when COVID happened, when COVID happened, uh, they were not on social media. They were not active on social media. They were just there and people did not, people did not know how they were taking precautions, how they if they were still doing delivery or, you know, people did not know. So I was like, well, you know, I do this. And some of them asked me like, Hey, you know what? I need someone to help me. Cause like I said, and like, I, like, I always think about like, let me help you. Like I'll take this headache of social media and you can just focus. So I said it really wrong at the beginning. You can focus, focus on, um, on doing what you do best, which is like yeah. do your food, uh, be, you know, sanitized. This is not whatever you do there while I do it this, you know? And I was honestly, I was like, I was like, Oh, you know, like, these people really need the help, you know, like I can help them. Cause if you honestly during pandemic, whoever says this is a lie is not. Cause when I went to the North side, 
It was like nothing happened. It was like people out there, <laughs> people out there, like still selling and going out, you know, stuff like that. That's funny. I saw it with my own eyes. I was like, is this going to happen? You know, like, what's going on? <laughs> right. um, obviously, I took precautions, but um, I could tell that people were out. You know, they were like, we still need to work. We still need to put like food on, you know, the table and stuff like that. So not everyone can just be like, oh, hey, like, it's pandemic. I can't do anything. You know, not everyone sadly can do that. Even, like, government was helping or something doesn't matter. Like, there's people that keep going. So what I was offering on that, I feel like what happened was that what I was offering on that, like, moment was what they needed because they needed someone – small or big or whoever to just help them to like get out there and like hey we're still here you know look at us look look at us look this and stuff like that so i feel like that was one of the things that helped me like because i remember seeing you on um probably some zoom meeting (laughs) no no it was on no after time i think it was the breakfast place oh we went to egg sammy and yeah you were i was blown away at yeah, we were talking about this after we were eating and how many clients you had picked up and yeah. nobody was nobody was doing that. And what's really the most interesting to me is that there weren't that many people like I there was no way I would be able to pitch the clients you have. Like they would not they'd be like who the fuck is this guy? Doesn't even speak Spanish. So <laughs> but but you know, it's you the whole bilingual aspect and really bridging the gap because there were so many, like you said, there's so many restaurants that were doing Mexican restaurants are doing well, but you know, just within that circle, within the word of mouth, and then you just open up a whole new audience because you know of your experience in social media and being able to be bilingual and and like I love your captions. Like sometimes you, you know, it starts in Spanish, you do the English both in the caption, or all your TikToks are just straight up Spanish. I mean, that's great. Yeah, I like it that side because at the end of the day, I'm Latina, Mexican. So I feel like, obviously, I notice that whenever I do my pose that has to do with something more Latino or Mexican, obviously, I feel like I get the more engagement and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, and whenever I show like places like Mexico, even when I went to that, like the Broad, Broad Acre Market, which is the swap meet that I think it's the biggest one here. I think it I, is the biggest one in North Las Vegas. Yep. I think so. Yeah. I still need to go. Yeah. We should definitely go. Um, I think that's a place where a lot of this Latino places actually grew. Like, you know, they boom, they just uh, people notice the food because right there you can actually see them like making these like the gorditas or making like the fresh salsa or the big tortillas. You know, you can actually watch how they start from zero and it's only on weekends. So every time I go there, I just want to eat everything. Cause I, I'm going to be honest, I don't go every weekend cause it's a little far, it's but it's really far for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I love it. I mean, it's, it, when you go, you'd be like, you can find anything you give from a car to like diapers, to like, Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> Seriously, it's like, I feel like it's an experience that you have to like try, you know, is just walk around, eat all this food, um, probiotics on your own. No, no, no. But honestly, 
I like that place because you have every type of food. Actually, one of the lives in that, they started there. They started on this like tiny little place and people start asking like, hey, can you like, not only the weekends, not only the, you know, and they now growing up into like this, people from out of town, like they go there, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so one of the places that I would recommend if you are looking for like more like on on the authentic side, on the homemade, you know, food, I will say you have to try this. They have like this food court. What impresses me is how we all Latinos or Mexicans, I mean everyone, but I I talk from my like part of it. We adapt everything. Like now you can find boba there. Like Damn. I don't know what Mexican boba tastes like. <laughs> But do like horchata with boba? I don't know. I guess that sounds like that would work. I will try it. Like, (laughs) I will try it. I don't care. Right. You know, so they have everything. They have a bunch of like Mexican snacks, which I'm a snacker. I love everything that has to do with snacks and his snack. And first of all, I just want to say something, (laughs) guys, not every Michoacana is the same. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there because I saw this post. I'm sorry. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. And, um, and um, people are like, oh, horrible service. This, this, and that. And I'm like, are we ever talking about the same thing? Like, which one do you know? And then you realize that a lot of people make the mistake of thinking it's the same because it's Michoacana, it's the same. Yes. We have a little guilt of like calling every single Mexican snack place make me chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> we have that like, okay, yeah, we do that, you know. But I mean, they all are amazing. I feel they all have something to like offer. But what I like the most is the ones that have, like they actually do everything there. Cause there's some Michoacanas that sells like the paletas or the ice cream to mm-hmm. other people two other ones so i just remember this because i had a uh, i was like this because there was like these comments about like oh this is no this is bad like oh yeah i remember going to but then while you're reading you realize that they're talking about different places you know like the same place so i'm just like no 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 like so so if you're marketing to non-latino should these places rename themselves like i I'm looking, I just Googled Michoacan. Michoacan. There's like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. La Flor de Michoacan, La Original Michoacana, La Autentica Michoacana, Linda Michoacana. So I don't know. What I think is just that I can only tell you from where I've been. You know, like if you DM me, hey, can you recommend me as Mexican snack place? I will tell you like, the address and this, this and that. I feel a lot of them have the same thing, you know, I will say the same thing. The difference between one and other is that only some of them do their own thing, do their own paletas or helado or nieve or ice cream, whatever you want to call it, and they sell it to another one. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, say, really? Okay. So it's it's gonna be same as good, uh, same flavor, but I will say. Yeah, same flavor, but I'll, I'll I'll always look for the one who makes them. Sure, you know, sure, yeah. You don't want to be I the mean, secondhand I mean, person. I mean, I'm not saying the other ones are bad. I'm just saying I prefer my 
preference is to go to the source. But yeah, yeah if you look, it's like tacos. Like there's these tacos everywhere. So, yeah, and for those that aren't familiar with Michoacanas, I mean, so it's paletas, Mexican so snacks. Yeah, it's Mexican snacks, Michoacanas. I mean, I'm sure everyone has heard of before about Michoacanas if you are like California. And well, here now it's like getting out there more, I feel. It's just basically Mexican snacks. It's from paletas, like popsicles, um, ice cream. We do have these watermelons because in Mexico, we use a lot of the fruit. Fruit for us, it's a lot, but with tahin, chamoy, and all this, like, we'll grab, like, a watermelon and make it into this, like... Insane candy. Yeah, it's like a party. Like, if watermelon is just water and healthy, no, we make sure this thing has more calories than a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I the first time I went and, and filmed one was at your place. And I just, yeah, I was blown away. I'm like, oh, there's more? Oh, there's more coming? You're putting on more. And it yeah, it was this entire, like two watermelons full of just, yeah, mangoes, candy, tahini, all that stuff. So personally for me, and Ayumi's looking at me right now, my wife, who doesn't like tahini at all. But yeah, I think I probably could use a little less from my own palate, but... I get why it's so popular. I mean, the sweet and the savory, the salty, and it's. I can imagine you're you're outside, you know, or or on a beach, and it'd be phenomenal. It's amazing. Like, well, that's why I grew up on. Like, if you see my fridge, you'll see like watermelon and mango or cucumber and lime and tahini. That's my thing. Like, yeah. I was just like, you know, just start eating that and I'm okay with it, you know. But like I said, it's like, okay, it's fruit. Yeah, but how much tahini can you pour into like salt? You know, it's salt. <laughs> you know, right. um, but I feel like there's a lot of places here named like that. I'm just saying all of them have like amazing snacks and stuff like that. It's just... You're gonna find your your favorite, you know, like I have, like I did. And I feel like I, I will try all of them. I'm not gonna say just one is really good. No. I mean I prefer, like I said, the ones that make it, you know. Right. Just because yeah. it's a thing on my brain. I don't know. No, I um, think I think that's the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, and I like it. And like I said, if anyone even if it's your client or something, I'll go and promote. Because you know what? I feel like Latinos, well, from my side, I mean, with everyone, again, I'm talking my side, I feel like there's a lot of these places that we don't know. There are yeah. more types. Like, I went to these hot dog plays, which that post did amazing, I remember. They were like these Sonoran dogs. Yep. And I got there because someone recommended to me. Yes, someone recommended yeah, someone recommended me that place. I went there. I was like, okay. Because, you know, the Sonora hot dog, I think a lot of people know this. It has to do with the bread. The bread is, like, the main thing. A Sonora hot dog has, I don't know, like, 20 things, you know. It's, like. It's loaded. And then it's wrapped in bacon as well. Wrapped in bacon. Yeah. It has a chile huerito, bacon, beans, cheese, queso, blah, blah, everything. It's, like, a mixture. But when you, that you're, like. Oh my God, like, what is that? You know, but when once you bite it with that bread that I'm telling you, it's like, well, for me, it's amazing. So I got to this place. I will, I will never find this place, I feel like I will never, because 
I remember looking at them on social media and it was like, you can't, you see it, but you couldn't really like, you're like, what is this? Right, right. So, if you're not doing a great job on social media, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. When you get so, there. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just trying to break also in Latino side, like all these things, uh, the food that, there are some like trucks that are on the corner of whatever shady, East Charleston and Nellis or something. <laughs> yeah. um, they are amazing. Yeah. People, because they see it there, they think like, they're probably going to think probiotics or something like that. No, I mean, there's so many places. I have a list of places that I want to go. And I try to manage my times better because, you know, we get a little busy sometimes. And sometimes you just, well, for me, I like being at home. I like my house. I like home. So um, I sometimes times just like okay i need to first figure this out this is i don't know but honestly i would love for you guys to come more to the north i guess and more in the summer i feel like the north side just goes like a little bit slower mm -hmm. because so far and a lot of people don't want to drive all the way there i feel like you well i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i feel like you want to drive to the north to this part unless someone recommend you something. That's true. Unfortunately, that's true. Yeah, yeah if it's foreign to, to me or, or whoever, I mean, yeah, there's an innate fear and also the driving distance. Like nobody wants to be disappointed when they're driving that far out. Yeah, exactly. Not even me. So right. imagine why it could be to like, oh, the North, like, am I gonna like it? Is it gonna be good? Because every time I find like a place like I want to be more closer, but then I'm like that, you know, you get the invite like, hey, do you want to come try or something, something? And I'm like, oh, maybe it's closed. And I see it and like more of more out there. Right. And, you know, if it's worth it, it's worth it. You know, like yeah. if, I'm, if not, I'll just make a second stop somewhere and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can confidently say of all the places you've taken me in, you know, further up north, they've all been great. Um, I've had great experiences, all of them. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for your recommendations. Thanks for, thanks for all your posts. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't know about these places had it not been for you. So, thank you. Always in the lookout. Always in the lookout. <laughs> Going back to one other thing, though, because it is interesting as far as for people who run food social media, I think – you are one of the unique ones that has very similar clients, uh, more similar clients than most uh, mm -hmm. social media managers. So you briefly kind of went over how maybe that is an issue um, with some of them and say, if you post for one, they're like, well, what the fuck happened? Yeah. How do you balance that out? Cause for me, I go out of my way not to have similar, similar yeah. cuisine clients. I, uh, I try to make it like the United Nations <laughs> and and if, if someone else hits me up, I, I don't, you know, I almost tell them, hey, I I already have two Chinese clients or I have, yeah. so I don't take it on. But how do you manage to to keep all of it separate and, and straight? Peacekeeper now. Um, no, um, well, lucky, I'm going to call it lucky for me. My similar clients are not close to each other. And um, what I found out is like, Whenever I go to a place that has same same thing, I always try to like what I know it shouldn't be what I like the most. 
because it's a client and you want to promote everything. But I feel like when you feel like this is a something that's going to blow you out, I'm going to keep pushing for this thing, you know? And because um, I have clients, I have Mexican clients that have extensive menus. They have the same things. But I feel like there's always something from the restaurants that kind of like, you know, it's- Makes them unique. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I talk to the client and be like, okay, what makes you unique? You know, like why is your product not better, but why would I come to your restaurant? Like, what do you tell me? What would I come to your restaurant? Um, there's, you know, and then once we sat down there and they're like, realize, well, I'm unique for this. I'm unique for that, you know? So that kind of makes it work well up to the point that, you know, when we are, when we work with clients, I feel like it's in everything. You become therapists, you become like, you listen, not therapist, like, you know, you listen, you talk to them, what's going on, the concerns, how can this be better? And, you know, you work together in a way that it starts making sense. And there's like, why would I fight with this place if like, we, I have this, you have that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like with the video places, I always like, you know what, from this place, I like Viral Compa, I like the goat. That's my main thing, that's why I go. I'm not saying I don't like the beef, I'm just saying if I, you know, craving goat, I'm gonna go to Viral Compa because I like the goat there, yeah. you know? And yeah. now we have carnitas. And honestly, I love the carnitas there. Not because it's, kind it's because i honestly you try them and yeah they were great really good i like them but there's also but more it's not the north but like carnitas claudio i feel like they also have a great product i think that they have great meat but they're like you know everything is separated with the birria places there's gonna be places that i'm gonna like the burrito but the tacos i'm gonna like it somewhere else right so I always, it's, I don't know if it's in my mind or if it's just how I do things. If I go to, depending on which truck or place I go, I know already what I'm going to order. Even if it's, if they have the same thing from there, I'll order the quesadillas or from that, you know, like stuff like that. I just know where I like more the stuff. Like, like El Taco, there's, there's, the, there's this food truck. I don't know why I do that. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> El Taco is fucking phenomenal. El Taco food truck. I love those tacos. Like, I love them. Those are the one of the things that I realize now that, I mean, there's this food truck that I know that I will drive to go try it. You know, I'm sure there's good tacos around Vegas, but that food truck gets me, like, every time I go there, I honestly feel the Alpazor is really good. Really and good. Yeah, the whole spit's right in the truck. It's right there. It's like you can see it. You can tell that it's like just a few people involved, you know, and it feels more personal. I don't know, like more personal, you know, like it doesn't feel like there's oh, all this going on. It's just like the taquero, the albasor, and your tacos, you know. Right. I grew up on that, you know, that the food trucks over there, like trucks in Mexico. You just go, it's three people or two people just. One is like a sheer deal. One is just making, you know, these super fast movements. And here's your taco. And eat yeah. it right there. Just standing up if there's like no seating or something. And you enjoy it. I, I enjoy that. I like that. Uh, right. Yeah, that's part of the experience is the no yeah. frills part of it, I think. Yeah. I do. I do like those. I mean, I think tacos 
Tacos al Gordo is more like Tijuana. I will just go if there's like not a lot of lines, but I will go and try the the al pastor. Okay. And, um, my hardest thing in thing here that I always say is that the carne asada it's has been really hard for me to, because, to find a good one. Yes, I'm not oh. gonna say they're bad. I'm just saying one that I will be like oh, this carne asada taco is like. Wow, you know, because I grew up in Sonora and Sonora it's known for the meat, you know, the carne asada, the one of the if, I don't know if you ever watched Chronicles of Taco or Taco Chronicles on Netflix. I don't know if yeah, you, you had watched. mentioned that I'm gonna start watching that. So I rarely watch uh any shows about food. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah, I know I know that, but like if you wanna know a little bit, if you ever like just at home, just okay, yeah. I'm gonna watch, just watch that. I think they do have uh, they explain very well, like the meat and all this happening, you know, like all the more of the Mexican or, of, or where the meat comes from and all of that and um, the flavors and stuff like that. And so then I feel like if you really I think this is a really good show to watch just because you understand a little bit more of like when you go to a taco place here. Yeah. You know, like, OK, so what's the most style like the authentic thing so carne asada i always said this it's one of the hardest taco for me to find here el taco has great tacos i'm gonna say it like i'm gonna say it i just feel on when it comes hey when it comes to carne asada it's um, yeah that's how it is <laughs> yeah for, for the listeners out there b has two Sorry. very adorable bulldogs that are a handful yeah they're massive yeah like, <laughs> You saw Blue. She just opened the knob on my door. She jumped. Oh my god! If my dogs ever were able to open doors, I mean, our whole life would be completely different. Yeah, everywhere. But yeah, um, like- Taco Chronicles. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think, I mean, to have a better understanding of the history and the origins uh, just makes you appreciate the food even more. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. And and I had no idea that carne asada was for someone as a connoisseur like you was a difficult thing to find in Vegas. So. That's kind of crazy. Like I'm saying, there's good tacos. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like there's good carne asada, but I haven't like obviously because I'm from there. But like if you go there and you like, uh, I don't know. It's hard here. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I try I, I a bunch, and I'm not saying that there are not good ones there. They are some good, really like carne asada tacos. Can Just, you name one that you would go to? I'm gonna over oversay it. Like El Taco truck. I just El Taco. Yeah. Like it, like yeah, I like I it. That. I, I I love those tacos. I'm not gonna say oh they're the best, but they're definitely on the top five. I'm gonna say if I yeah. had it, you yeah. know, I I recommend it. I'll talk to so many people, yeah. and so yeah, the case tacos are amazing. Everything and well, first time when we went, I was hungover as hell. No surprise, and it was just hit the spot. It was just so good. So um, but there are a lot, you know um. I feel like a lot of tacos here are also coming from California, and I feel that like it has more Americanized way, even though they do it like in a Mexican style. You know, yeah. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying I feel there's only like a few that are really going to the Mexican way. I don't know if I explain. Yeah, they're just catering for the the, the non Latino audience. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But I, I see what they, you know, if they if they do that, I guess. And they're thinking they will reach a broader audience and maybe be able to charge more. Yeah. Right? 
I'm, I'm not angry about it. I'm just, yeah. I'm, for some places, like there's these taco places where I go and one day they'll be amazing for me, but another day you'd be like, my guys, come on. You know, like you have everything. Like, so I just feel like they have to do that. And I understood that until I was, because when I moved here and I went to all these Mexican places and I was like, this is not authentic. I had that, I had that mind. I yeah. had, I, I'm guilty of that. I'd be like, this is not authentic. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this, you know? And then you start realizing that, hey, you know, it's like, if you bring a product from here to Mexico, you have to make it in a way that it's gonna, the Mexicans are gonna like it or, you know, the Latinos or somewhere. So I, yeah. it took me over a year to finally be like, it's style. It's not like, they might say authentic, but it should be more like Mexican style or Latino sure. style, you know, right. because it's a different product, nothing wrong with it. I mean, they're still super good. Like I, we already mentioned this event the last time, like I went to this place to this, that I was recommend to a seafood place. One of the whole, most, I'm going to say most horrible experience, but I always try to give another chance to these places if I don't like it the first time because I'm like, okay, maybe I, you know, but everything about this place, I was like, no. It's this trash. My first and last time here. That's and, and yeah, it sucks because people, but again, I can recommend to you these places and you might not like it, but I'll be like, what? I love it. You know, like, I love it. What are you talking about? So you may be the same thing. I just felt that it's one of these places that grew fast, you know, and they, I think they have two or more locations in time. I don't know. They're, they're, they're big. So when I asked for a recommendation and this was a friend, a friend of mine that, yeah, like go, they have the best. This is not, as soon as I, it was weird because I usually wait until I eat or something, but as soon as I walked in that place, I was like, get a bad feeling. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, they brought the food. You could tell that they just like, I'm not saying do the most beautiful plate, but at least make it look like, you know, we know we want you to enjoy this dish. Like it's not only like get your 20 family sides, you know, like all these, because yeah. I feel like a lot of these places they turn and that's fine. I mean, that's how they make their money, you know, like families of 15 people are looking for these places that they can accommodate you and it's not going to be super expensive and you can enjoy your beer. You can just drink while kids, grandma, tío, tía, aunt, hermano, they always enjoy whatever they want. You know, I just felt like for me, it was not something that I want to do again. Right. And, it just didn't, yeah. It wasn't to your standard. No. Okay. And I was impressed because this place actually has a line sometimes outside. So I was just like, all right, I mean, maybe right. just for me, you know, but yeah. Speaking of lines, Tacos Agordo constantly has the most insane line out the door. It's, yeah. it's located on the strip right across from Resorts World. Mm -hmm. And it is insane. Do, is it warranted to... Do they deserve the popularity? I know that. I just know the story that they're from Tijuana, you know, and they're yeah. here. I do feel that I'm going to give you this example. I feel it. That one is on the strip. Yeah. So my little brother, little brother, 
uh, when he travels here, instead of wanting to like go spend his money on this like big meal, he goes to McDonald's. I'm not comparing tacos al to McDonald's. Just so guys know, I'm just saying it's something that's gonna get me filled. You know, well, he comes from Mexico. He's not gonna go look for tacos. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Here, and you have this place that has tacos and they're not, I don't, well, I don't think they're expensive, but I mean, I think it's a meal that's going to get you filled. It's quick to like, you know, to eat. Right. Um, you can order five tacos and you can be happy for the rest of the night. And, you know, even if it's a line, it's something that's moving fast because if you see the taqueros, the guys doing it, they're like little machines. Right. Like, yeah. Time you know, is money for those guys. Yeah. Exactly. So if I'm in Vegas, I'm partying, I'm walking around. Because if you go there, you're not going to see any local doing that line. No. No, you're not going to see it. You're That's not going to see it. So if I'm a tourist and I'm looking for something fast, cheap, and and good, I mean, I don't dislike them. I like them. Um, I'm not. I will not go make the line if I see the place packed. I'll just like. No. I see. No. I know they have different locations here. Um. I do feel that I don't know if I'm gonna give you like the recognition this, but I do feel like if you're a tourist looking for something quick, good, you know, a good taco, uh, a great bite because they have more stuff. I mean, they have al pastor, buche, lengua, eh, cabeza, cabeza, yeah. all of this stuff. They're not yeah. only like two choices, you know. There's something for everyone. I feel. So I will give them the, you know, what? If you're on a strip, just go to Taco Salvador. Or I think there's another taco place close. Yeah, close to There's Taco Del Pastor. Yes. Uh, right by, which doesn't have a line ever. <laughs> so they should just name it Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> no. no um, but I will feel that, yeah, I will, if you're on the strip and you just don't want to walk anywhere else, you, Walking distance, something fast, quick, and good. I will just say go tacos a lordo. I think they did a great, great, great thing. Just getting that location and don't ever move because that. I mean, I wonder how much they make a night there. Like it's got to be unbelievable. It's yeah. crazy. Like it's yeah. crazy. It's like also there's this other place like called um, Bahamar, which is close to downtown. It's yep. a super small place. And he opened his second location. Congrats, mommy. And you know what? It's also fat. Like, even though it's like seafood, I honestly like that place. I enjoyed the tacos and this and that. But it's I will I will say to him, and I know, I know he knows this. Don't ever move out of there. You're in a great spot. It's fast, you know, seafood, but serve in a good way you can sit down and just enjoy the so i'm like if you have that because people will wait to get inside there you know yeah. like it's kind oh. of like the tacos of Lord. like if you have the location and you already have your clientele and you know all this and that just stay there yeah so. i mean bahamar specializes in like octopus tacos anything seafood related and so i think that's that's great that they they did that i, I, I still have to go i still gotta go but. you haven't been no, they've DM me a few times asking what the fuck is going on my minute been, but I'll go with you. If you gotta go with you. I okay. always say hi to money. I remember him starting like every other just by himself. Um uh, now his daughter is here, so they grew, you know, big business now. Uh, but yeah, no. Okay, what do you think about Tacos of Gordo? 
it's been years I, since I've been because I don't want to fucking stand in line. So, but I have good memories of it. The other location on Charleston was is always great. Yeah, the first time I went to that one, I think was when we, the the first day we met was at uh, Paul rented a a limo oh, yeah. a, a limousine a party bus. Yeah, we tried we to hit up three taco places. Yeah, uh, it was like fifteen of us, twenty of us, and then yeah, that was my first time, and and that blew me away. I was yeah. uh, I was sold. I mean, no, I think, I, I don't think we got to try them, though. Remember, mm -hmm. we went to Los Tacos because... We did go to Los Tacos, but... Tacos uh, and Gordo was packed. Yeah, yeah, no, but a few of us waited. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, some of us didn't, yeah. I know okay. most of us didn't fuck with the, yeah, it was, it was like insane in there. It looked like, uh, it I don't know, it looked like a train station. That's true. <laughs> I remember we started Taco Taco. Oh my God, I was so anxious. I did not know what I was going to talk about. I was just this Latina kind of like, because it's very, I'm not trying to be rude, but when there's like a bunch of people talking in other language and it's not Mexican, I mean, it's not sorry. I, I love you. <laughs> um, I space out. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like, right. and then I, Kind of grab conversation like right now i because i'm more used to it but those first times phil it was i'm like uh i'm sure it was tough and you didn't really know anyone no right? not so. one like no one i knew no one but i know but you know what i feel like and a lot of you i know i think in other podcasts yeah you, you got someone mentioned it but it's like i feel like before it was this it became everything business like it was a great group I know you guys, you, you have your group, you start with the Yelp people, then yeah. like it grew into like a bigger thing with the, with the people posting about food and stuff like that and social media. And it kind of grew a little bit more. And I feel like I got a little like that part of it, you know, that part when everyone was just like going everywhere and just having fun and stuff like that. So that I feel like helped me a lot to like kind of self feeling like more confident to be like you know what you might not talk all that well english but i don't feel like i was i ever was that bad i just You're felt that <laughs> i just felt that sometimes i make no sense i don't know it was just my anxiety of like because i try to make like latina friends i try now i have them but on that point remember it was just me latina and and everyone, like, I, I don't yeah. feel like it was, yeah, no no one was, like, speaking Spanish other than, oh, other than us, but that's about it. So I was like, okay, should I do this, you know? but Right, right, I understand that. But now I'm here in Henderson, living the life. <laughs> living the life, killing it. Yeah, my friends here, Closet Packer, those biggest foodie, we live so close. So right. perfect, because living in downtown for me, it was great to start, but then I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you got to grow out of it at some point. So. Yeah. No, but I like it. So what's your Mexican restaurant to go? If you ever go. If we, I love Javier's, even though it's the most expensive Mexican restaurant. <laughs> on the planet. Yes. But recently what's blown me away are the places you introduced me to uh, La Vecinidad and El Taco uh, are the ones that, and Bidi El Compa really, stick out to me as places that I want to go back to and, and try more stuff on the menu. Yes. Well, tomorrow I'll be in the business. <laughs> I know. I know. You'll be there with Ayumi. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. 
you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. Um, but no, yeah, if anyone like is in the strip looking for a good Mexican place, I will say Javier's is definitely one of my, yeah, I will recommend that one. Oh, for I sure. It's expensive, but honestly, I always have a good time there. And the margaritas, the tamarind margaritas. <gasps> really good. Yeah, $20 a piece. The quesadillas are $20 there. The carnitas are maybe like 50. Yeah. But holy shit. It's all good. Yeah. But it's not everyone's cup of tea. You know, I'm sure everyone's mom would go there and, and probably faint looking at the prices. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. But you know what? If it's a strip, you know what you're doing, you know where you're going. So for sure. I feel for like, sure. yeah, that's a place that I'll go if I still be around, like living there, you know. But yeah, Javier's is definitely one of them. Awesome. Let's get into 10 questions. I changed them up a little bit. So keep it on your toes. Uh, first question, uh, Taco Bell or Del Taco? You have to eat there. Which one are you going to choose? They're right next door to each other. I think I'll just go to Taco Bell because it's, I know. What she said, she go to Del Taco. I, I even thought you were going to say Del Taco for sure. Oh no, oh, I'll take Taco Bell because I have, uh, you know, it's more of my memory than Del Taco. I remember more Taco Bell just going there and order all these like crunchy tacos. And, and what is and shit. Yeah, I remember that one that was, I don't know if it was the Chalupa. The Chalupa was it that it was like the crunchy taco and then like the crunchy soft. Crunchy and then the, yeah, the soft, I mean, it was lined with the, the beans. Yes. Yeah. Um, Honestly, the most thing that I like about them is the sauces, the sauces. Like, I know they're not the typical sauces, the salsa, you know, but I feel like it's good, like, I don't know. I like them. You rip it and you just put it on. Okay, so the sauces make it. Yes. Make taco, give Taco Bell the edge over Del Taco. That's Always different. that. And, like, we talk, I'm sorry, we talk, and like we said the other day, it's not the tortilla comes first from the meat, it's everything. So you might have the worst tortilla in the world, but if you have the greatest salsa and the good meat. What is your go-to order at Roberto's? Ooh, I always order the carne asada burrito. Okay, so for, for a carne asada critic, Roberto's is okay. It's because I don't like the chicken. And, the chicken and, is weird. The chicken is weird. I don't like the chicken there, so I don't know. Yeah, and it leaks out on the bottom every time. But you know what? And I tried it, and I'm gonna give it, yeah, to him. JC always orders the Milanesa burrito. Not everyone will do it because they, I don't know, for some reason, like they feel like this is too many steps or something happened in their brains. So I don't know what happens, but they're like, sure. it's unusual, and they don't want to go out of the way. You have to go to certain hours for that person and once he when the person is there they're like i want a milanesa burrito it's actually really good like i mean again it's tortilla protein salsa yeah but some people <laughs> i know it's really good and i like it i like it but one thing about robertos is you have to know where you go there are some robertos that i'm just like what, what are you doing like why are you killing me like right so yeah. what's your go-to location the one on Eastern, actually, the one that is on the side of uh, Stephanos, is the name? The Greek place? The... Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying is Eastern and, oh, I can't remember that street, but by it's Stephanos, okay. Yeah, by Stephanos. I think it's Stephanos, yeah. Okay. That's my, my go-to is uh, Decatur Hacienda. Okay, I've never been there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why would you? It's too far for you. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's a flat out. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, good to know. Um, I do like the carne asada. I do like the California burritos there. Um, so I don't hate them, you know, but no. Oh, it's, oh, it's just, uh, it's, is it like a California roll for me? Probably for you. Yeah. I mean, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah. It's like a no for me for some reason. I'm not saying they, the, the taste is not bad. It's just not something that I will know. Like if I see it on the menu, every time I see it on the menu, I'm like, why am I even look at it? It does a really well, like video, like a post, you know, like for a video, like the fry, it comes with right, the fries, the sauce. Fries, it makes a really cool video. But for me to actually go there, I'm on a day that I'm not taking videos or something. I will never to this day have order a California burrito for me, unless it's like content or something like that. Right, right, right. And you have to shoot. Now that I think about it, you do have to shoot quite a few California burritos. You have shot. So many yeah. in the past, Taco Man Grill, Taco y Taco or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like that. And um, yeah, I, I, I do like the video. I just don't. Sure. Yeah. I understand. We've all been there. Yeah. Someday I'll probably have to shoot something, uh, a sushi roll cream cheese in it. <laughs> and I will probably die. So. Uh, favorite band of all time, favorite musician? I don't know what's my favorite, but I'm very excited about Ricky Martin and Ricky Les's concert coming up. All right. <gasps> Diet. Because <laughs> I grew up, so here's the thing. I grew up in Sonora, it's north of Mexico, where like also like regional music, like banda norteño and all this. And like I said, my family does not, is not into that. They see me like, what? My dad is like, what is this? Like, Oh, you know, like it makes a whole thing, but I do like it. I like, I, I grew up with that music. Then I moved here and, you know, I started getting like, okay, I'm, I mean, I like English music. I Then reggaeton, you know, happened. And now, you know, I just like this mix of like whatever I'm in the mood of. But right now, like Enrique Iglesias, Enrique Martin, I'm like very excited, like, very excited. I mean, that's a great combination. So. Honestly, I will always go, like, if they give me, like, an option, like, right now, and people probably won't like this, but, like, Enrique Iglesias or Usher concert, I'll go to Enrique Iglesias, obviously. I'll be like, that's my thing, you know. And I know more to songs. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. uh, I mean, I actually saw him once at Mandalay Bay. And, he, yeah, it was, yeah, he, he, uh, it was him and J-Lo. I mean, uh, that yeah, girl, yeah, I can't believe that that girl is fifty something something. Two. Like, yeah, someone posted a story with like a picture of a golden girl and uh, J Lo, and they're both fifty two, <laughs> and like, what the fuck is going on here? So, what? Whose blood are you drinking? Like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, cryogenic chamber chambers. Hey, hey, maybe that whole uh, whatever the the frozen chamber you guys are doing up there, maybe that'll help. I'm going to schedule another one right now because, you know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, like, I'll always go with, like, something, obviously, Latino. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, Mezcal is your favorite liquor. Uh, what is the best thing to mix Mezcal with? Do you have a favorite thing? I actually have, like, the most simple thing. It's the soda, the squirt soda. Squirt Just, soda. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, the it's a uh, grape. Fruit, toronja, grapefruit, uh -huh. I think toronja, grapefruit. 
just that a little bit of agave syrup and ice and just perfect i All just but right. i even got i think sammy's husband uh jeremy he never had squirt before and i was like sammy just do it now he's like obsessed like i think i think if i'm not wrong but i think sammy told me like he's like love that thing you know that's awesome it's so simple and it tastes amazing i, I just love it yeah mexican sushi are you a fan Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I know. I'm just laughing because I know Amy will say you no know, and she will run away from me, but I want you to try it one day. All right. All right. I'm one day, Ayumi and I will go have Mexican sushi. <laughs> She's probably like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very nervous laugh over there. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing with us, I feel, is that we fried everything, you know? And, um, cream cheese obviously a lot and i mean it's far from a fresh sushi i think that's how i can put it like fresh what i'm saying is like everything is like more like cooking cream cheese and avocado and fried you know right. you'll but i think that's like the they're thinking in their mind that's just the balance of everything going on the spiciness you know the hot the cool the creamy part yeah yeah like Whatever, like sushis that I obviously tried here and stuff like that. And I remember what I'm like, I love sushi. And I remember when I ordered back in Mexico and I'm thinking about the flavors. And I'm like, this has nothing, like nothing to do with like the sushi that I've tried here. You know, you can tell and, you, and you'll you'll see, you'll, you'll tell when, when you try it. Um, but I am a fan of it. I am. And I love it with salsa china. <laughs> Salsa China, <laughs> which is what uh, Mexicans call uh, soy sauce. Just call yeah. it Chinese sauce. Exactly. Salsa China. So it will be, the correct way will be salsa y soya. Salsa y soya. Salsa soya. soya. Okay. But for some reason, it just, you know, we love fried rice with salsa china. For some reason. I don't know. I okay. Love. Who am I to say? So... <laughs> And then uh, fajitas, always, sometimes, or never? Sometimes. Like, okay. I have to be craving it. Or I'm not going to say super healthy or something. But if I'm trying to not go, for me, it's not, I don't see fajitas as heavy on my brain. It's not heavy. So I will try the fajitas that way if I'm trying to not go heavy. on Because, you know, Mexican food can be really heavy. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know if there's healthy Mexican food. I don't know. Unless I guess it's a salad with carne asada. And <laughs> I don't know. I never like, thought about that. Mexican health food? Yeah. Is there yeah. Mexican healthy food? Like, I don't know. You tell me. That's what I'm saying. Like, not, I don't not know. Some salsa. I mean, if you eat eight avocados, you're still going to get fat. So. Exactly. So yeah. it's like if you only eat the salsa, but you put a tons of salt on it like right so like, what do you put salsa and lettuce and that's your low carb vegetables? yeah I guess. so i don't know i think fajitas so here's my thing with that like i feel we you know how we have like fajitas alambres um what's the other skillet thing so i feel like a lot all the mexican food 
a lot of Mexican food is the same. It's just you just add one more ingredient, you know, like fajitas and alambres. Maybe I'm wrong, but today I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, what's the difference between fajitas and alambres? And I think alambres, the only difference, they have cheese, you know. So, again, tortilla, meat, salsa. Something very consistent going on. Yeah. Consistent, but in our brains, it's different, you know. Right. Say like, no, a burrito is too much. Oh, but give me six tacos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the appearance, just the way it hits in the mouth is different too. So exactly. I guess I see that. Green salsa or red salsa? Oh, salsa verde all day for me. Okay. Yeah. I especially love it with eggs and uh, anything, actually. I love salsa verde. Okay. How about you? It depends. If I'm only doing it for flavor, it's verde. But if I want that, like the kick of, you know, just like to feel that spicy kind of, um, yeah, I will go with red. It just depends. Sometimes I do both because I honestly Ooh. feel like, yeah, I feel like, again, have you ever tried a tortilla with only salsa? I can't remember when I did, but yeah. Imagine like the best salsas just like this, roll it on tortilla, it's it's really good, you know? So I sometimes do both because sometimes one will be more like, <clears throat> like the limey, like, you know, we just lime for everything, by the way. Everything lime, like everything. And I love it. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not complaining, but I feel like the salsa verde always has that more lime, you know, flavory. Yeah. So I feel like the combination of both, it gives, the lime and then the kick of spice together is just like, so try both. I'm going to do, <laughs> do it next time for sure. Yeah. So, and then what is one spot who you feel is, is still kind of not known with everyone that should be known? That's a good question. Because I'm pretty sure that I know that I like your saying, right? That right. I just that isn't that popular, but should be, but maybe it's because nobody knows about it. Or maybe it's too far to drive to. What I think is this. I think that when it comes with the Latino community, we all know about it. And I know a lot of people know about this. Like the like the I'll go I'll go I'll choose at this point the Broad Acres market. Why? Because we all Latinas know, we know what it is there, but outside our community, I don't feel that a lot of people know what they can go find there. They will only I feel like I'm not, I'm going to talk general, but not everyone, but I feel like a lot of people still think that it's like, oh, it's a swap me. Like, what are we going to eat there? Like, no, you know, stuff like that. But I feel like more people should go to the Bull Acres market just because you can find everything. Like, you can find every flavor. If you're craving, like, tortas, tacos, gorditas, Mexican snacks, fruit, you know, drinks, this and that, they can find everything in one place. So I will just say, I feel, I don't see a lot of, People, I see people posting about this, like, oh, the tacos, this is that. But I don't see a lot of people posting about Borrakers Market food or whatever they have to offer unless it's on their own social media pages, you know. Right. So I would say, like, I feel not a lot of people want to venture to Borrakers Market. Maybe they need a, someone to take them or, you know, let's go there. I'll show you where to go. I'm not pointing fingers at you, Phil. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll point fingers at myself. <laughs> no, it's true. but you know, it's true. Maybe I should just fucking go without you and just see what the fuck happens. Yeah. If you go without me, 
They're going to have problems. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, guys, everyone check out Broad Acres Market. And, B, thanks for being on the show. It was fantastic. For those that don't follow her, go to Tasting Vegas at IG and TikTok. And uh, follow her there for the best tips on all the best Mexican eats in Vegas. Thanks for being a part of the show. No, thank you for having me. Two times. I was kidding. No, thank you. <laughs> and don't order. Don't ask for salsa china. No. Oh my god, you have to. I have to. Okay. All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. For more information about me and where I've been dining recently. Check out my Instagram and TikTok at Las Vegas Phil or feel free to drop me an email at lasvegasphil at gmail.com.